Today's episode of Content Academy Making the Grade is brought to you by the Outhouse Canning Company. We love the Outhouse Canning Company yes. here at Content Academy. We use their stuff all the time. Halloween is coming up, so check out their new canned candy, including the Jolly Rancher can. Uh, a Jolly Rancher is already roughly can-shaped, so you can imagine what that's like. It's just a can it's a big, size. Like, it's yeah, one, it's a big it's Jolly like Rancher. One huge, yep, like, exactly. Yeah, 15.5 ounce. And yeah, and you need yeah. like a knife to kind of pry it out. And then you tip right. the can over and it slowly slides Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, not exactly because, uh, you know, Jolly Ranchers are really tough. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like you start to pry it out with a knife and then it breaks. Oh, yeah. Into the like knife. a bunch of different pieces. It breaks the knife. No, yeah, the, Jolly <laughs> the Jolly Rancher. The Jolly Rancher. That's also what I pictured. Yeah. Uh, the knife shattering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, canned candy corn, of course. Is that spelled C-A-N-N-E-D-Y? <laughs> yeah. <candy corn>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, canned Sour Patch Kids, there's, and then there's also something called a Canned Sour Patch Kid, uh, okay. and then there's Canned Sour Patch Kids, whoops, only sour sugar bits. <laughs> uh, so it's just the sour sugar Yes, inside. exactly. Canned Chocolate, which of course includes water for processing, yeah. and my favorite, uh, Canned Pop Rocks, but of course, because of the water for processing, those do come pre-popped. Oh, that's oh. Yeah, kind of unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I don't mind that because I think we've all been there when we've eaten too many Pop Rocks and mm-hmm. our ears are popping yeah. for like the next exactly. four hours. Exactly. So I mean, it's fun. I just concentrate on the flavor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 45 minutes of edutainment. Broadcasting from the Content Academy Mobile Command Center in the DPL are Josh and I. Hi. And calling in from our houses, Georgia. What's up? Just straightforward high. Trying it out. Trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> I always get caught off guard when I yeah. say something. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, hi. <laughs> so, Just guys. Say, like, present. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, what do you say we get into some headlines? Got a few say news yes. stories to talk about. All right, let's okay. do it. I've been totally unplugged this week, so oh, really? I have no idea what's going on in oh, the world. Okay, cool. I'm sure it's nothing <laughs> oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of something about, like, the monkeys on the typewriters that are in charge of 2020. <laughs> the fates, but I couldn't think of the monkeys on yeah, typewriters. Yeah, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. Um, and by the way, this is mostly going to be tech news, so. Ah, uh, yes. So, okay. you know. A new Star Wars game just came out called Star Wars Squadrons. The Washington Post released an early review on Saturday. Your review? Don't buy it for the story. Also, don't buy it for the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> In other gaming news, is it fun? Okay. It's hard. Yeah. In other gaming news, Amazon's new cloud gaming service has entered early access. The service, called Luna, is reportedly very popular despite being so new. So what did Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos have to say about it? (laughs) Something, something, I'll dive into my (laughs) giant uh, pool of money. We'll see. Um, Hold on, let me find the quote here. I'm very excited about our new cloud gaming service, Luna. It holds a competitive spot in the growing gaming streaming marketplace because it costs only $6 a month, and we already have a wide variety of titles that you're sure to enjoy. Hmm. All right, that's pretty (laughs) straightforward. Yeah, kind of not what I expected him to say, kind of, but I guess it makes sense. Um, Microsoft's updated Surface Pro X is a faster processor than the previous model. Speaking in an interview with Vox, Microsoft CEO Bill Gates said, actually, 
<laughs> okay. Uh, hold on. Funny. I'm going to start this one over. I'm going to start this one over. Okay. okay. I've practiced reading this one like breathe, seven times. Breathe. Microsoft's updated Surface Pro X is a faster processor than the previous model. Speaking in an interview with Vox, Microsoft CEO Bill Gates said, Actually, I'm Jeff Bezos, and soon the world's kryptonite will be mine, <laughs> and Superman will be no more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sneaking into Bill Gates' interview yeah. in yeah. disguise. Yeah. He yeah. just tears off his wig. Yeah, exactly. It's his me. Bald head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he is bald. You yeah. thought it was Bill Gates, but it yeah. was me. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about the Surface Pro X. <laughs> have you heard about Luna? IKEA will stop selling non rechargeable batteries by this time next year. They already don't sell batteries, but now they really won't be selling batteries. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm picturing, like, a giant battery for your, like, bed frame. Oh, yeah. For your, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. No, they do sell batteries. <clears throat> they sell things that, like, you can get, you know, at a store that's probably 10 minutes from your house. Oh, yeah. You know, they sell yeah. all these convenient stuff. Like, oh, let me just pop over to, to Ikea so yeah. I can, you know, just get some, you know. Let me just drive an hour to Ikea. Or, yeah. Well, you got to get the meatballs while you're there. But it's also like they want you to go over there so you can get, like, a Sprite. Yeah. Something. Uh-huh. I read that for some reason or another there there can only be one Ikea per, like, specific zone. For example, in the Kansas City metro area, there can only be one Ikea. Yeah, that's not really uncommon for stores of that size, though. Really? They don't want yeah. to cannibalize each other. I guess that makes sense. <clears throat> Moving right along. Impeached President Trump has tested positive for being a jackass. Uh, <laughs> AM- AMC is once again closing its theaters after news of the latest James Bond movie being delayed another year. You guys hear about this? Wait, AMC is closing its theaters? Yeah. They were I holding out. The Bond movie. They were holding out for James Bond and Wonder Woman wow. to come out, but since they both got delayed. Holy shit. Uh, it's not like they're going bankrupt. They're just closing locations. Yeah, yeah, like they were closed a few months ago. When asked for a comment, James Bond said that he can't wait for people to see the movie. On this one, when he's trapped on the laser table, the laser gets really close, but he might just get away safely. <laughs> you have to watch to find out. Although it was James Bond who made the comment, so you're inclined to think he did get away safely. Yeah. Um, well, and other... It must be tough to get James in for an interview. <laughs> yeah, I'll he's say. I mean, like he's... in the Bahamas or yeah, China yeah. or something. Uh-huh. In other movie news, Wonder Woman 1984 has been delayed yet again. I guess this movie is kind of like Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet. Because <laughs> 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 you can't see it. <laughs> I mean, it's already been delayed for 36 years. Oh my gosh. Like yeah, exactly. No, we, we didn't... Ha- that's that's a good one. I like that one. Uh-huh. I think the previous jokes you've made are, uh, I wonder when this movie's going to be released. <laughs> I um, this gives me time to watch the first 1983 <laughs> the one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a good one. And that, there may be another one, but I can't remember. It must yeah. not have been good yeah. if I can't remember it. And finally, BuzzFeed reports that Snapchat has helped register over a million voters ahead of the 2020 election. And I report that. I could eat over a million of those sea salt and vinegar Lay's chips. 
Get those things away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for the news this week. I what do you have s- something that I wanted to announce. Oh, okay, um, sure. Uh, I, I actually, te- this week, I have tested positive for the gamer virus. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I have, uh, I've, my my body requires me to get high scores mm, okay. and um, unlock uh, new worlds, mm-hmm. I guess, Okay. and like craft things. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? It really is not much different Neutral. than what it was oh, before. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So is there a testing center of some kind? No, I what just was the test? feel like I Oh, you it. feel like it? Okay, yeah. I see. Still fake, Yeah. Well, something you could try, and this is something that I've read about, is, um, oh, excuse me, drinking um, Canada Dry and laying mm. down for 30 minutes. Oh, that right. could help. Yeah, okay. That could help. Okay. Huh. Uh, anyway, all that being said, should we get into the Georgia report? If you guys are ready. I'm so I don't know if I'm ready, but at the same time, I am ready. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Well, my report itself is probably average to long length. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I feel like we're we don't have stuff to talk. So. Okay. Plus, I got the puzzle for you guys. So awesome. Also Sweet. Make sure. I, I know I already told you to buckle up. So maybe at this point, also bring down like the, the shoulder thing that they do with shoulder the, buckle and the roller coaster. Oh yeah. Like, the <laughs> yeah. And then have the ride ambassador also. You know. Like, right ambassador. Yeah. So do we do that, or you know. or do we uh, get cozy under a blanket? Maybe get a cup of coffee going. I don't know if that one really applies. That's not. I don't. That's not buckle up. We're gonna be too relaxed. It bothers me when uh, like you're watching a YouTube. You start a YouTube video and it's like over thirty minutes, and uh-huh. at the start, the guy or girl is like. This is going to be a long one. I literally so hate that so much. Get a cup of coffee As going. if I'm not already completely in control of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can stop this video instant at any dislike. Time, yeah, first of all, instant dislike for me. <laughs> Second of all, I can fast forward, pause, and rewind you. Yeah, yeah I already know how long it is. I've already scrolled to the comments stamp. to find the timestamp before <laughs> the actual content begins. <laughs> This video is brought to yeah. you by Raycon. So. Yeah. Skip, skip. Uh, yeah. L. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. Go for it. Okay, you ready? Okay. All right, so we are now down to number one mm-hmm. highest grossing media franchise, Pokemon. Okay. Coming in at a cool $100 billion. Man. Uh, so that's like, over, if I may, that's ahead. like each person on the planet has spent... Let me see. Like ten billion dollars on Pokemon. Yeah, something like that. That's crazy. Rounded down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About every person has has spent about ten million dollars on Pokemon. That sounds. For me, right. it's probably more like twelve. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. I haven't added it I all up. Well, the thing is, the thing is, uh, they release each game twice. Yeah. So that's a big thing. And Otherwise, sometimes four times. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So that's probably why. You're not wrong. Anyway. No, so this is this is over uh, with source material, video games, and then uh, the card game, mm-hmm. box office, 
the manga, um, all of that stuff all together. So okay. um, definitely the biggest sector is actually uh, licensed merchandise. Uh-huh. Mm. So, but that seems kind of like broad, so I wasn't really able to break yeah. down exactly what license. So like Pez dispensers. To me, that could mean like anything. Yeah, does that include sub- the card game? That include everything. Hmm. Technically, the card game's separate as of the video games, and oh. so I don't know if that just means like toys. Okay. I don't know, but digressing. Hmm. So the franchise began with the release of the video games Pokemon Red and Green, or Blue for the U.S. They had Red and Blue for the U.S., Red mm. and Green for Japan. Uh, released yeah, in, Blue would not fly in Japan. 1996 and created by Japanese video game designer Satoshi Tajiri. So that's where it all started in 1996. Mm. Okay. Which I did not realize uh, that it was that young. Yeah. I don't know. But then I wasn't really... I didn't, I didn't really know what I had in mind for when it was... kind of seems like it'd be an out. 80s thing, huh? All, almost, right? But yeah. I don't think the technology was quite there for it. And we'll kind of go into why this came out at the perfect time also and why that's part of its success wait didn't the game boy the first one was for the game boy correct yeah and didn't that come out in like 85 um, i don't remember the exact gonna get a fact check on that yeah i'll look that up keep going okay cool um so the brand has become a success in nearly every consumer domain mm. video games which it's number two behind mario uh the most successful anime adaptation of a video game hmm. in over 1,000 episodes or 20 seasons. Um, really, I can't really think of many other anime adaptations of video games, so it might kind of be cornering the market there. Yeah. Um, a trading card game, mm-hmm. comics, uh, books, not, well, comics, comma, books, and comic books. Yeah. Uh, animated and live action films as well as toys and other popular merchandise. Uh-huh. So literally everything it's touched. Yeah. Kind of also also like Hello Kitty. Uh, yeah. Goldmine. The Game Boy uh, so originally the- came out in April 1989. Oh, wow. Okay. So there we go. So seven so years kind of later. Wow, so the time. game came out after the console was out for seven years? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Consoles don't last that long anymore. It's also weird to me that it came out in <clears throat> April in Japan and July in America. That weird? Normally, like, stuff like that now would always be released in November. Oh, yeah. Just for Christmas. Hmm. Different times, guys. Yeah. Different times. So, why is Pokemon so popular? Yeah. Well, it was very unique for the time. This is how I, I mentioned earlier. It came out at kind of just the right time. Okay. It appealed to both boys and girls. Yeah. And kids and adults, like from kids to adults in their 20s, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty easy to play, very easy to catch on, and it's difficult, but, and here's the important part, but not impossible to master. Mm. So it's very approachable right and it can be pretty easy to get good at it Mm -hmm. but to be really really good takes some dedication but kids during this time had they had the time to do it. now is this talking about the the video game and the card game or this is the video game okay cool because the video game is the source material that one was first Okay. Yeah, the trading the trading game, uh, trading card game was was later. Oh, okay. Also, um, the, the Game Boy Pocket came out in 1996. Oh, it's okay. Just, it's the same features as the Game Boy. It's, it's a little smaller. Smaller and cooler looking. That makes sense. This uh, Pokemon Red and Green slash Blue came out for the original Game Boy. Yeah. 
It's the it is the original Game Boy. It's just a redesign of it. Um, but it's so you can master it. There's some difficulty, but it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like 12 years old, you can become yeah. insanely good at it. Um, and there's like kind of a strategy for everyone, right? You can you can go in and you can play pretty easily. You could probably beat the game with you know maybe some difficulty, but you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just go crazy in the strategies, right? Yeah. Building a team. So, so interesting, considering it's not fun. <laughs> You know, Agree to disagree. What? Pokemon's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Oh, but um, it's also part of the popularity. I mean, it's right in the slogan. Gotta catch them all. It is a call to action. All yeah. of the slogans are calls to action. You huh. gotta huh. catch them all. You have to. It's imperative. Uh-huh. You gotta. And that's what kids have, you know, been doing ever yeah. since 1996. So that means buying more and playing more yeah they're literally telling kids you gotta catch them all so you gotta buy more yeah consume yeah consume excellent yes indeed um there was also um not really internet at the time of the release Hmm. so you had to discover things by trial and error yeah or by talking with your friends which builds a community and then this is also piggybacking on why the show became so popular is because you could actually learn how to play better by watching the show Mm -hmm. because you're witnessing okay this type works against this this you know this is what this pokemon could evolve into Mm -hmm. so that was kind of your way of finding things out you know nowadays you can just look it up online and see okay what do i need to do to evolve this Pokemon to its next level, or what's my best team I need to build to beat this gym leader. Yeah. Back then, it was like, okay, I know the kid who sits next to me on the bus, beat this gym leader, so I'm going to talk to him and maybe mm. trade some Pokemon with him so yeah. I can do the same. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. again, very much building a sense of community, and then it was also kind of this an almost built up underground because kids are talking to each other about these things and yeah it left so if, if it makes the game feel like it's bigger when you have to find things out yourself and you kind of there was kind of some mythology that built up through that word of mouth too mm. like yeah there was yeah. a yeah. rumor that you could catch a mewtwo underneath the the truck by your home mm-hmm. in pallet town yeah mm-hmm. or like the whole missing no pokemon yeah. No, I went over the. There's a couple like uh, Reddit threads about Pokemon, and I spent some time just reading over those. And oh, there's just a couple. There's just a couple, yeah. <laughs> but they're working um, on a third one. No, <laughs> a lot of people have some opinions about Pokemon, so yeah. it's hmm. very, very easy to get lost in, in all of that. But um, also, kind of tailing, you know, dovetailing into that, um, I read about some basically pokemon used in science um so like pokemon has used for brain studies um for example uh figuring out which part of the brain is used in image recognition Mm -hmm. and they did this um study where i should have written it down i thought i did where um the scientist was basically like, okay, in order to do the study, I need to have like a bunch of children exposed to the same images at the same distance and same lighting for like a super long period of time so that they know how to recognize an object mm-hmm. and recognize it in the same way as their peers. 
what could I possibly do? <laughs> it's like, oh, Pokemon. Yeah. Because millions of kids have been looking at this normally from about a foot away from their face in the same lighting for years. Hmm, yeah. So um, <clears throat> the study found that there's actually like this, <laughs> for lack of a better term, like Pokemon area in your brain. The Amygdalamon. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. And it lights up like differently from the other parts of your brain. Hmm recognize images it's like you actually store a pokedex in your brain that's yeah. awesome wow. i love that right i was like perfect that's <laughs> that awesome. rules yes and then this next part i found really interesting and I, I try not to take directly from wikipedia like i'll kind of use it to get some starting dates but this was mm -hmm. just so good that i i almost had to take it um just straight from the page but um uh, this guy, Joseph Tobin, who's a professor of education, he wrote a book about Pokemon's effects on children. And he said that children used it as a way to fit in while maintaining or creating their individuality because mm -hmm. it provided opportunities for discussion and demonstration of knowledge in front of peers. I think that yes. is really important too because you can show that you're an expert at something that it probably doesn't really matter to adults, but mm -hmm. to your friends or people who you want to be your friends, that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, So, wow. like, again, with the community thing, if you can, like, help your friends or show that you accomplished something that maybe somebody else couldn't, mm -hmm. like, that's a big plus when you're, you know, 6th, 7th, 8th grade when yeah. this game comes out and you can do really well at. Um, another thing that I saw pop up a lot um, about why it was so popular is because it came out on the Game Boy and it was, it was portable. Mm -hmm. so you could bring it to school with you. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, okay, we're all going over to Jake's house later so we could play, you know, on his console. Well, no, he has his console right here, and so do I. So do I. Yeah. We've got linking cables so we can, like, battle each other. The linking cables was a big thing, too. Yeah. That's why it became so popular. Um, and then even just, like, the card game. The card game itself is kind of hard to play, I always felt. Mm -hmm. But that did not stop people from collecting them just yeah. to have them. The thing about and the card game is that uh, a lot of like the card effects are basically flip a coin. Mm. <laughs> that, yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's the thing too. Or like flip so. four coins if you get three heads. Yeah. Yeah. And kids don't have money, so it's right. like hard for them to play. <laughs> they could be like flip but, this, I don't know, button note, or something. I mean, Pokemon card game cards, Pokemon cards could kind of be used as currency. Yeah. You could trade stuff, you know, other than, you can trade a Pokemon card for something other than another Pokemon card. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's true. You know, so, it definitely, I think, uh, with all of the franchises that we've looked at, um, just to kind of recap a little bit, so Star Wars relied a lot on intergenerational fans, mm -hmm. um, and uh, Again, being very new for its time, or very different direction at the time. Um, in the same way, Pokemon was very different from anything else on the market. Everything else for Game Boy was kind of more or less a Mario look-alike, hmm. side scroller, platformy. Um, other RPGs would have been like Final Fantasy, yeah. maybe a little bit harder to get into. Yeah. Whereas Pokemon was immediately cute and accessible, um, and could be almost as easy or difficult as you wanted it to be. It was hmm. very, very different. Uh, Mickey Mouse and Friends, uh, Mickey Mouse Super Relatable, with uh, Pokemon, 
Um, it appealed to everybody, you know, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. There's cute Pokemon. There's scary Pokemon. Um, yeah. And if you didn't like the video game, maybe you liked the show. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe you know, maybe you just had like a stuffed Charizard, and that was cool for you. Yeah. So you know, a lot of different ways to relate there, mm-hmm. and the protagonist is usually like a young kid, so yeah, kind of relatable as well. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, I couldn't really find much of a tie-in for that one. Winnie the Pooh really kind of stands by itself. Yeah. That one, we're still kind of... Kind of an outlier. Nobody knows. You kind of have the similarity of, like, being a group of animals, cute little animals. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mickey Mouse and Fred. There are only, like, five of them, though. (laughs) Well, and you can also look at it. Winnie the Pooh came out at just the right time. Because it came out after the Great War, yeah, um, and it was exactly what people wanted and needed. Yeah, uh, they wanted Pokemon. a bear who loved them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pokemon <laughs> came out at just the right time where this, where we're at this nexus of technology catching up with a, you know a product, and it, the intersection created something really magical, something Absolutely. not on not on the market. You know, even though Digimon came out the following year, Pokemon was first. Um, hmm. I kind of took over after that uh with hello kitty obviously hello kitty's on everything you can pretty much get pokemon and everything too yeah. we kind of talked about that but hello kitty's a little bit more um flexible hmm. on what hello kitty can be yeah because she does the thing about hello kitty is she doesn't have a mouth we went over this alex yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm just piggybacking or as you would say dovetailing off of what you said <laughs> I think Pokemon, in summation, kind of brings together a lot of all of those elements to create something that's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, that all makes sense. And I always think it's going to be the last game because how would they come up with any more Pokemon? That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. The most recent Pokemon designs have actually been really good and creative, in my opinion. They kind of got into a rut there for a while. Yeah. And uh, now I think they've come back around a bit. Have you seen uh, comparisons between Pokemon design today and the first Pokemon design? Uh, I mean, I can picture it, but no, I haven't. I've seen, seen like a few a... resources pointing out the key differences between the design elements. It's really oh, like interesting. Uh, for example, Pokemon designed when the first game came out have more realistic features whereas over time they've gone they've gotten more and more cute and chibi looking i've seen a few resources that redesign uh first gen pokemon as as if they would be designed today (laughs) and overall the designs today just look a lot sleeker a lot better a lot more creative Mm -hmm. whereas in a lot of cases old pokemon or they just look like Here's plain a old rat. animals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's a pile of slime. Yeah. Here's a mime. Yeah. So I think <laughs> over time the designs have gotten running. better. No, I I mean, uh I could see that because the first ones that come to mind, like generation one, that are very simple. Uh-huh. And then I think for a while there they got pretty out there oh yeah especially as they were adding other types yeah and then they've kind of come back around too yeah you're right. it's, it's i know in the first now. in the first uh generation 
uh, a lot of Pokemon had like real looking claws and talons mm-hmm. and stuff. Whereas now they have like what you could describe as whittle paws. They're just like <laughs> ovals for feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could describe them as whittle paws. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of on the topic of uh, Pokemon species, how will we get into our puzzle? Yeah, okay. sounds good. Do you want to try? You want to try your hand at the Puzzle Alley mm-hmm. intro again? <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. So. Um. um Red leather, yellow leather. No, how does it start? Well, we've got a lot. Well, we've got a lot more content academy to cover. But Uh first, we need to get out our Ryan Reynolds and our Pikachu. Because I'm (laughs) the movie. Yep. For Puzzle Alley. I like that. I like the detective Pikachu. That's good. Okay. Cool. Okay, so like I, I mentioned uh, to you guys earlier. Um, in the pre-show. This, Patreon. In the pre-show, yeah. which <laughs> make sure you check out Patreon yep. so you get access to yep, yep, yep. some content. We um, also have a post-show that's kind of like the Walking Dead. Uh, the show. recap? Yeah, the recap. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like how, how Raised with Wolves has a companion podcast. Yeah. Same kind of thing yeah. as our after show. A companion podcast for a podcast. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, check out the Patreon. Yep. So, um, as I was saying, this puzzle's either going to be really hard or pretty easy. So I'm going to throw the real Lay it on us. at you guys first. Yep. And might want to get out a pen and paper. Okay. Um, let me know when you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So, our game is Pokemon or Prescription Drug. Ooh, oh, dear God. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So, I have eight names in front of me. Four of these names are Pokemon. The other four are names of drugs. Okay. Can you sort Oh my them? god, this is going to be literally so easy. Yeah, we can do this no problem. We could probably do this okay. in 30 seconds. Okay. All right, let's go. Start the timer. Let's go. Okay. Start the clock. All right. Number one. Quilladin. God damn it. That's a... Quilladin. That's a drug. Yeah. That's a medicine, for no, sure. No, I'm going to list them all. Oh, okay. Well, I can list them all. And we'll say, like, drug, Pokemon, drug, them. drug, yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> list, but, list them all. Yeah. We'll, we'll lock in our answers after you've done all Okay. Okay. Quilladin. Okay. Number two. Lantus. Or Lantus. Or what? Number three. Number three. Okay. Zytiga. Drug. Number four. Vibrava. This is actually oh, so one. hard. You know for... Number five. Dartrix. Number six. That sounds like a Pokemon. Eccentris. Number seven. Zygarde. That one's Pokemon. definitely a Pokemon. Number eight. Quillabin. What was that one? Quillabin? Quillabin? Quill. It's like Q U I L L I V A N T. Quillabin. I think that, that sounds is like a Pokemon. drug. Oh, really? It's right. two. Okay, is that now, that's all of them, right? Over them again. That's all of them. That's all eight. Now, do you want me to go over them again? <sighs> Let's go one by one, man. Let's, I thought I yeah. really thought this would be easy. Let's I thought I just knew every Pokemon's okay. name for some reason. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't played <laughs> Sword and Shield. I haven't played like f- the last four, so <laughs> yeah. I I pick names from across generations. Okay. So. Okay. All 
All right. Number one. Quilladin. That's definitely a drug. I think I'm I leaning can, Pokemon, I can record actually. Your name, I can record your answer separately. We got to we gotta agree. Here's the thing. There's Cyndaquil, so why would they do another Quill one? I think they did, though. I think oh, one really? of the Sword and Shield starters is like that green, spiky guy. He's, his name isn't Quilladin, though. It's, uh... Uh, it's not Quilladin. I know it's not. <laughs> okay. But why would a why would a starter Pokemon's name start with a Q? That's a good point. That's a great point. <laughs> no, that I one is named like Oshawott or something. He's an otter. <laughs> that's totally different, but whatever. Okay, we can we can say that's a drug. That one's a drug. I'm Number okay one. Lock it that's in. A drug. Now, do you want good the chunk. answers yeah. right after I give them? Actually, let's do it all at the end. Because yeah, I've sounds good. Four or sounds Pokemon good. Kind of four drugs, so I don't yeah. want you to oh, okay, we have to keep that in mind. Okay. Number two, Lantis. L-A-N-T-I-S? U-S. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Lantis is well, the water no. Pokemon. Now, I think that one's a drug, too. I think... <sighs> sounds too simple to be a Pokemon. Yeah, I think that is a drug. So drug. We've got two drugs drug so far. Drug and drug. Yep. Chunk. Number three, Zytaiga. This one I'm kind of leaning towards Pokemon. I'm kind of leaning towards Pokemon too. It's it's like vague, too vaguely threatening sounding to be yeah. a drug. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Pokemon. Lock it in, Kachunk. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the Kachunk sound as lock in. Listen, that's as good as you can That's where we're at today. That's just where we're at today. Number four, Vibrava. I know for a fact that is a Pokemon. Really? Okay. What does it look like? It's a dragon ground type. What type? Oh, okay. It's like a dragonfly, basically. What game was it in? Uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Vibrava? Hey, the dragonfly one? What game it's from, Rob. That it's one from. is like... What did you say, Georgia? I said, you have the, if it's a Pokemon, you gotta tell me what game it's from, or else it's gonna be wrong. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, the dragonfly one is something I'm else. Kidding. No, it's a different dragon. You're, oh, there are you're two. Of like Zy- Flyguard. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flyguard, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're saying Pokemon? Number five. Pokemon, yes. Okay. Lock in, good job. Okay. Number five. Dartrix. This one could be either one, honestly. So we have three drugs and two Pokemon so far, right? Yeah, I think. Dartrix, you said? Is that what you said it was, Georgia? Dartrix? Dartrix. D-A-R-T-R-I-X. See, that's... If it were a drug, it would have, like, at least three or four more letters, I think. The hard part about this is that I don't know what any drugs are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the names of any prescription drugs Maybe are. it would help, help if we picture what it looks like. A Dartrix. Definitely a wolf of some kind, Definitely right? Definitely some kind of wolf, four-legged, okay. canine-ish okay. thing. Probably with, like, a scar over one eye for some reason. Now, you're just thinking of the other wolf one. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there could be two wolf There's ones that have a scar over their eye. Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I think that is a Pokemon. Okay. I'm okay with that. So we got three drugs and three Pokemon. So we need yeah. one more of each, right? Yeah. Okay. Lock that one in. Kachunk. Six. Eccentris. Drug. I-S-E-N-T-R-E-S-S. That one's definitely a drug. It's gotta be. I don't know. I don't... I I will say that I don't know of a Pokemon by that name. Uh-huh. 
but I feel like it doesn't seem like a prescription drug. What if it's like, well, what if it's like an ice Pokemon, so it's like ice centrist? <laughs> okay, we can call Wait, it. Wait, hold on. It's with an S, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Just if it's, it, so if yeah. it were, if they were going to, listen, here's my yeah. logic here. Yep, and I you. think you already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if they were going to call a Pokemon a centrist, uh-huh. it's going to be an ice Pokemon. Uh-huh. And if it's an ice Pokemon, they would have put a C in it instead they of an put S. A C. Yeah. So that one is a drug. <laughs> Thank you. Which yep. means, the, wait, we have two, two left? Yeah. Okay. There's two left. But we have four okay. drugs and uh, three Pokemon, number right? seven. Zygarde. That one's definitely that Pokemon because it's the green, green, green snake. Number eight. Wrong it's legendary. One. It it is. It's a legendary. Zygarde? No, yeah. it's like the white cover dragon from Black and White. No, that's Reshiram. Zygarde. Oh, damn, right. Zygarde is actually kind of based on oh, no. Groot Slang, I think, because yeah. it's a snake. It yeah. is a snake. Yeah. You're totally right. It's green. Okay. So we Number got four eight. of each. Oh wait, one more. Okay. Oh, there's one more. Number eight, Quillabinth. That's a drug. That is a. I think that is a Pokemon. We're out of Pokemon. But listen, we've, we've had... What was the other Quill-based name? Quilladin. See, Quilladin think, and Quillabin? They're both Pokemon? Quillavant. So oh, I think Quilladin oh. evolves into Quillavant. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So how many of each do we have now? Okay, so so far you have... One, two... Three... You have three drugs. One, two, three... And five four Pokemon. And four Pokemon. But I have not revealed that any are right or wrong. Yeah. Well, I want to get all, I want to get all of them right. Yeah. So but did, I like your theory did about. Did we say Quilladin was drug or Pokemon? Drug. I think, Let's say they're both Pokemon. I think yeah, we switched that to Pokemon, and Quillavant to Pokemon. Does that make them equal now? We have one too many drugs, I think. Or Pokemon. We have one too many Pokemon now, I think. Let's go back. What was, like, number three? Maybe we can reassess this one. What did we say for this one? Zytaiga? Say say Pokemon. It's Zytaiga? Uh Uh-huh. Z-Y-T-I-G-A. That sounds like a drug. I think that's a drug. I think I would have remembered a tiger-looking Pokemon. There strangely aren't any. There's Arcanine, but that's a dog. Yeah. All right, let's switch that one to drug. Unlock! Unlock! No, 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 no! (laughs) If you'll allow us, we're gonna. We want. We wish to unlock that one. Okay. Okay. Oh, quiz master! (laughs) We wish to unlock our answer. Good thing each of us has two keys, so that. Oh yeah. 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 An answer. So yeah. Ever since back. Georgia had that puzzle alley, we've actually started using that <laughs> a lot in our day to day lives. Yeah. It's actually really useful and yeah, straightforward. Yeah. Like on my keychain. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Zantaiga. We got four of each, right? Is it a drug now? Yep. It's a drug now. Definitely. Okay. It's a drug now? Okay. It's a drug now. <laughs> it's a drug now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me um, tell you three counts here. Okay. We're gonna get like two right, <laughs> yeah. and one of them is gonna be one, one of the, of the ones quill that we ones. were for, for sure. Were yeah, on yeah. Drug. Turns out Zygarde is both. <laughs> yeah. How many of these are both? <laughs> well, yes, but actually no. Yeah. 
Okay, you have five Pokemon and three drugs. <sighs> really? Okay, what's like number, what's number four? Vibrava. We're switching that. Wait. I told you guys to write these down. Which one was that? That's a Pokemon for sure. Which, what, what did we say? We said Pokemon. It's Pokemon. Let's switch it to drug. No, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm going to go through them again and list what you guys have chosen. Perfect. Okay, great. That's amazing. Pull it in. Okay. You guys have chosen Pokemon. All right. Lantus, you've chosen as drug. Zytaiga, you've chosen as drug. Fabrava, you've chosen Pokemon. Dartrix, you've chosen Pokemon. Acentris, you've chosen drug. Zygarde, you've cho chosen Pokemon. And Coolivant, you've chosen Pokemon. Zytrix is a drug. That's all there is to it. What was number three again? Zytaiga. I know we said that one's a drug. What was the yes. second one? Lantus. And we said that's Lantus. a drug. Said it's a drug. What's number four? Vibrava. And we said Vibrava. that's a Pokemon, right? And what's number five? No. no, 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 hold on. What did we say Vibrava was? Pokemon. Let's change that to drug. <laughs> oh, that's the one you know? Yes. Okay. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Let's just. Vibrava and Zygarde are the only two that we knew for sure. Okay, yeah. We can't throw those away. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to change one of the quill ones, Josh. <laughs> no. Your theory. I don't think your theory really works. It Let's just change the first quill one to a drug. Let's change the no, first quill Zydrix one to a drug. Is the one that we want to change to a drug. We said it was a Pokemon. I thought you said you're for sure about that one. No. I okay. Not Let's say do that. what Josh says. How about about which one? Zytrix. That's not even. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it and say it's a drug. Now we're even. Okay. And then look it up. Look up whether it's a drug or not. Dartrix. Okay. Dartrix. Did we say Dartrix was a Pokemon? Yes. Okay, that's what we're switching. Okay, switch it to a drug. Okay. Okay, so we're switching Dartrix to a drug. Yes. Yeah. Confirm locking. Well, what if Dartrix evolves into Zartrix? No comment. <laughs> okay, let's hear the answers. I want to know how many we got right. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, final answers. Quilladin is a Pokemon. Yes. Okay. I knew it. Cool. Atlantis is a drug. Yep. You got that one right. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's an insulin drug. Okay. But some of these other drugs could be Pokemon in the future. Yeah. Could, yeah. Yes. I think They're on the, the short list of names. Big yeah. Pharma and Big Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon uh, brought to you by Pfizer. Isn't like Waylord is the big Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three, Zytaiga is a drug yes. for prostate cancer. We're looking good so far. Yep. Uh, number four, Vibrava is a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to change it to drug. I, this just sounds weird. Okay. <laughs> number five, Dartrix. Is a Pokemon. What? Dang it! Dartrix is a Pokemon. What is it? it okay, is a Pokemon. I'm gonna it Google like? that one. I'm gonna Google that one. Alex is gonna Google that. Do you one. know what it looks like? Okay. Um. Well, you guys have to see it yourself. Okay. Number six, Icentris, is a drug for HIV percent. Yep. Prevention. That okay. ice, the ice thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Dartrix is like an owl. How does that make oh. sense? Oh. That was that is one of the starter ones. Yeah. So you were right. No, actually, was, said you said the quill, the Q one. Yeah. Okay. Because mm -hmm. why would a starter Pokemon? I was wrong in a okay. different way. Okay. All right. It evolves into the Sinjuai. So. Oh okay. Mm. Um, 
Accentris was a drug, HIV prevention. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Zygarde is a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Got that one right. Number eight, Coolivant is a drug for 80 days. Wow. That was a good theory, though. You threw us off. You totally threw us off with the two coil based (laughs) names. So we got you six know, out of eight. I found that one at the end. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, you should do all quill-based names. <laughs> well, when I found quill I almost redid my entire puzzle so I could have have you do, like, two at a time. Oh, like, really? Quillodin or Quillaban. Man. Oh, that would be track, hard. Yeah. You should have thrown so in a Digimon <laughs> name in there. <laughs> or, like, like, uh... Goemon. Or, like, what uh... Are those? They, the thing about them is they basically all end in Mon. Yeah. Or like throw <laughs> in throw in Toon Dark Magician Girl or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I'm like looking at the list of Digimon right now. Yeah, they they all end in Mon. The designs, I will say this, to the, the designs of Digimon, and I think there are only like 30 of them. There aren't that many. The designs are so wi- wildly different. So extra. Like well, they are much. extra, but they're so they vary so much. Yeah, and they, like they don't look like they're from the same game. Even like one Digimon that digivolves into the next one, the two of them won't necessarily look. Oh, really? At all like each mm-hmm. other. Wow. I like how some of them are um, <laughs> ancient mermaidamon. Yeah, it's like pretty straightforward ancient with the Sphinx-mon. naming convention. Some of them are just basically a sexy woman too. Some of them look like Gundam. And some of them look like Gundam or tanks. I think it's cool. Sexy lady mom. That might as well what Anga Woman will be. Yeah. Come on, Digimon. Also, the thing about Digimon is all the games are completely different as well. Yeah. Unlike Pokemon, where they're all the exact same. But we're not here to talk about Digimon. This ain't the Digimon episode, folks. What? Where does that clock in? I've I've been saying we should do it for a long time. Where does it clock in on the highest grossing thing, though? Like, Digimon? Is it in the hundreds? Not even close. (laughs) I like this one. Oh, yeah. Gatomon. Have you seen that one, Georgia? Because Gato is Spanish for cat. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Like, Catmon? It's a little cat with big claws. And he yeah. stands on two legs. Yeah, it's by pedal. No, I don't think Digimon. Uh, okay, so Digimon is not even a number associated with it. It's pathetic. Six point three six billion. So, and Pokemon is a hundred billion. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, six bill ain't nothing to sneeze at. She said three, right? What'd you say? Six point three six billion. Oh, so, so that's like literally sixteen times more. <laughs> so that more that would be show. like hold on a second. That would be like every person on the world spent like a three quarters of a billion dollars on Digimon. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> huh. It's right below Twilight and right above Fast and the Furious. Damn, oh. that's weird. Huh. That'd be funny if we did like episodes on. Wait, what number is that? No, it doesn't even have a number. It doesn't have a number? Okay. okay. It'd be funny if we did episodes on, like, number 120 through 115. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It'd be, like, the most random things. I mean, this this series 
it could be just its own podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just highest grossing, highest grossing properties. We could just go. Well, I was thinking uh, an option we could do is do an, an extra episode of and just talk about numbers like six through ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be fun. Yeah. We'll see. That was a great puzzle, though. Yeah. Oh, thanks. It was fun. Probably the best puzzle alley in recent memory. Yeah. Uh, do we have a Joshi's Corner? Yes, I have a Joshi's Corner. Okay, cool. Man, he was flying up Joshi's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week, I, I was thinking of doing, like, a Pokemon-themed corner, but... The only idea I had was to do, like, uh, making up my own Pokemon names. But that mm. would have just been total hack. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone... everyone Did you come up with any, though? No, I was oh. just, like, instantly like, nah, that just sucked. So oh. instead, I uh, decided to come up with pitches for my own Hasbro board game cinematic universe. Oh, okay. So that's kind of a... That's kind of like a stone, a stone toss away from your first... No. Oh, no? Okay. No, not really. I mean, I could throw a stone pretty far. The first underhand. film is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Off to a great start. And this is starring Jack Black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's kind of, I'm kind of looking to aim for kind of a Mr. Popper's Penguins vibe. Oh, okay. Jack Black Also isn't... based on a board game. No, it's a book, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but it very well could be. Jack Black, it could be. Yeah. Jack Black is a dentist, mm-hmm. and he has to, he finds these... Oh my gosh, I love this. And he has to hide them from probably his ex-wife. Yeah. And he has a young daughter Uh who like loves the hippos. And and now you might say this later on Uh a few in a few sentences, but there's a part where somebody is looking somebody's like at the front door. Uh Uh-huh. And they look away for a second. Yeah. And the hippo like walks (laughs) past. (laughs) But then they look back. Yep. And they don't yep. see the hippo. The person at the door looks away. Yeah. And the hippo pass, walks past. He yeah. walks past. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Yeah. Jack is like peeking around the door. Or he's like, he's the one like leading it across. Oh, yeah. That yeah. can happen too. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking um, uh, he's like leaning around the door and he's like, uh, sorry, we're kind of uh, like busy. Like this at kind the of moment. thing? Yeah. Leaning yeah, on yeah. It? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're having some construction work done because you hear the steps of the hippos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and he has to hide the hippos from an evil poacher that I'm uh, thinking of trying to get uh, Jason Statham. From. Okay. <laughs> that actually works. He's like a hippo, a hippo tracker or yes, something. Exactly. That's Those so funny. So hungry, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and do they say the name of the movie in the movie? They have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Part kind of title drop. I guess you could say that the yeah. Never mind. You get the picture. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then we have the sequel to that, um, kind of in the tradition of, like, Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Oh, boom, another boom, one. Okay. Get the yeah. cinematic universe going. <laughs> yeah. The sequel to that is Hungry Hungry Hippos Dinner is Served. <laughs> and, of course, Jack is getting married um, to someone else. Intro- I haven't, oh, really, okay. I haven't okay. really planned that okay. out. Cool. It kind of re- writes itself, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. Um, so after that, we kind of take a left turn, and the next one is Risk. Okay. And this is a period drama set in France <laughs> during the Napoleonic Wars. And it's still in the same universe, though? Still in the same universe. Okay, okay. But this is actually steampunk. Oh, okay. Also. Now, is it kind of like a multiverse thing, like DC? Yes. 
Oh, it is. So it's not in the same that. universe. No. Okay. Never. So you just lied. And I okay. never said that. Uh, you just it's said not the it. Movie, it's not the two, 2016 movie about Julian Assange. No, it is not. Oh, okay. okay. I see. Yeah. Does, so does that movie fit into this universe at all? The Hasbro universe? Well, yes, but no. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so Risk will have... I'm trying to get uh, Fassbender okay. as Jacques Bernard. <laughs> and he is like a lieutenant or something. Okay. And then we're, we're going to get Mads Mikkelsen. And he's going to play Gerard Montblanc. Okay, got I it. I kind of butchered that. Okay. Are they French? Well, it's set yeah. in France. Yeah. It's a period piece. During the, the, Never mind. Yeah, it's a period drama set in France during mm-hmm. the Napoleonic Wars. Okay. But steampunk. Okay. And now uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Gerard Blanc, he is going to become uh, the necromancer. Oh, wow. And he's kind of the big bad of the cinematic oh, universe. Oh, okay. Okay. And then also Risk will have Jack Black as Tiptoe the Mime. So he's in a different character. He's a different character. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It's multiverse. Well, yeah, it's multiverse. Uh-huh, okay. And, um, yeah, it's multiverse, like okay. I said. Okay, all right. Um, and... Also, Jack Black is kind of the emotional through line oh, okay. of the <laughs> series. That makes sense. That's great. Okay. And in part of the movie, uh, maybe towards the end, one of the main characters, he should say, this is a risk. <laughs> right? Yeah, okay, I like it. Cool. I didn't think of that before, but uh-huh. he definitely Yeah, did. okay, cool. I'm I'm thinking Jack Black. He's gonna be a mime, but I'm just gonna have him talk. Okay, easier. Yeah, just easier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Now the next movie in the series is Candyland. Okay. Uh, now in high this fantasy one, setting. <laughs> we're actually gonna try to go pretty much one one to one to the original board game. Yeah. Uh, two kids are magically transported to Candyland uh, in a kidnapping attempt by a Lord Licorice. Okay. Creepy. Um, he's a creepy. Character, He's a creepy guy. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think, like maybe Jude Law, Tom Hiddleston, either Sam, one. Or who did you say? Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Yeah, he'd be a great Lord Licorice, uh, with the help of Mr. Mint, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. And Plumpy. Plumpy uh, Viggo Mortensen. Okay. <laughs> they meet Queen Frosty. Wait, which one is Plumpy? He's the little green furry monster guy that lives under the plum Who's tree. Who's the chocolate guy? We'll get to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, they meet Queen Frostine, which is, mm-hmm. of course, Tiffany Haddish. Okay. And escape back to their world. <laughs> nice. I don't know why you think that one. That seems like funny. a good one. Haddish does yeah. That's just good, plain good casting. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the next one, and this is where the universe is kind of starting to come together. Okay, and I like overlap. that. Okay. The next one is Operation. Uh-huh. It's a medical drama starring James Franco as a brilliant surgeon uh-huh. and Tracy Morgan as the male nurse comedic relief. Okay, I like that. <laughs> There's a strange disease turning people into licorice zombies. Oh, okay. And the cure is to surgically remove the infected tissue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So James uh-huh. Franco has to, you know, pull out the yeah. little yeah. part, the funny bone. Yeah. The... Whatever. The other one. Yeah. Are. Shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah. Funny shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I have that. Yeah. <laughs> the zombie disease, so the zombie disease is being caused by the necromancer, and he is actually working with Lord Licorice. Okay. So this is I was kind of. I'm picturing like 
you know, the licorice bursting out of the chest, like in. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and so after that, uh, we go back to Hungry Hungry Hippos for Hungry Hungry Hippos: Return of the Necromancer. Okay. And that is where the worlds fully, you know, Converge. the multiverse converges. Yeah. Okay. Thanks now, how that. does Battleship fit into this? Battleship, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are not working in Battleship at all. Trying to distance ourselves also, from the Michael Bay yeah, battleship. We are also not working in the Clue movie. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Hungry Hungry Hippos, they kind of do battle against the Necromancer, obviously. And Jack Black is there to help. And I think probably Jack Black's wife dies in that one. Yeah. She's, okay. And that's kind of the cliffhanger ending. Okay. And then uh, after that, th- this, this is kind of the finale. We have Candyland 2, The Rise of Gloppy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Who plays? Who are you trying to get for Gloppy? Do you have any idea? Still tossing names Josh around. Um, yeah, Josh Gad is a big <laughs> one. He is uh, said he's interested. Also, maybe Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Now the big que- Okay, the big question is where does Jay Baruchel fit into all this? That's a great question. Um, we may want to do some kind of spin-off Connect Four type movie. Oh, okay. Where he is like it's Connect Four is like a virus and that he's one a doesn't hacker. even have any characters in it. It would be hard it just to adapt. Let's just be more flexible. It'd be hard to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> what other board games does Hasbro? I guess Hasbro has all ton. board games. Don't break the ice. Almost. Uh, guess who? Um. Hmm. Guess who? All, all your favorites, uh, basically. <laughs> Monopoly. Uh, Monop- well, Monopoly is going to be a movie, guys. Is really? it really? Yeah. Um, Who's Kevin playing Hart's the Monopoly attached man? To it. Kevin Hart, of course. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart's attached to it. Wait, really? Ridley Scott's attached to it. Are you serious? Wait, who's who? <laughs> Ridley Scott. <laughs> oh, she's joking. Okay. So, I don't know, guys. I was thinking that... Um, that's funny. Oh, that's again. funny. Yeah. I was thinking. That's the thing is, you can never tell if anyone's kidding or not. Yeah, I was thinking perhaps. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Perhaps they could have uh, Miss Monopoly be like the Captain Marvel type movie. Ooh, okay. She saves the day or something. Yeah. Miss Monopoly. Or they could just have the city that it that. So like when the um when the everybody's getting ready for the final battle. The, the city, it could be like Monopoly City or yes, something. Yes, I like that. Yeah. And could you remind me of, in one of our first podcasts, when you were talking about Harley Quinn or something, uh-huh. and you said, everybody's getting ready for the final battle. Do you remember what that was? No. I remember it being so funny. You were talking about Suicide Squad or something. <laughs> you, like, redid the Suicide Squad script. And you said, you said, um... <clears throat> Everybody's getting ready for the final battle. <laughs> and then so, Harley Quinn says something that was really funny, but I can't remember. I don't know. We can edit it in or something. Okay. It was really funny, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. Good to yeah. Hear. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's so that's it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. And that's all phase one, right? That's phase one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. I like that. Well, what a great episode it's been. Uh, we're at about an hour. And we will be back next week. Brand new topic. Well, unless we ready. do, unless we're we gonna do, do that. We're either gonna do six through ten. If we don't do that, we still have to do the test over this. Oh right. Then we'll have a new topic. So. All right. Well, 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Mm-hmm.